Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? It's Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Jake Scott broadcasting with you live from the warehouse right here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. Come by and see us. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. Austin Horton producing the show back from our Carrier Zone studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena, Studio 2, still. Two. Uh, and uh, joining the show now, of course, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. How are you today, Jake? Oh, Gordon, uh, the the same way I feel every day. I'm I'm here. <laughs> You're here. I got out, I got out of bed you, this morning, and you made it safely to Orem. I did make it safely to Orem, uh, and, and that is true. Uh, coming to the warehouse, hanging out with Tom and his crew uh, does tend to put a smile on your face, so that is good. And I, I am sitting, Gordon, in a very comfortable chair. Well, that's always the case. The biggest challenge when you go down there is not getting so comfortable that you get complacent. You yeah, know? it's really more of a, a recliner than a chair. So I remember when we, uh, many, many, many years ago, we had some uh, chairs in the studio that were very uncomfortable. And somebody once said, well, having an uncomfortable chair is good because you don't want you to get too comfortable. And I thought that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. All that does well, is uh, make your back hurt. Well, I've got to admit the the recliner is improving my mood, so that's that's, that's probably a pretty pretty good thing. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. Donovan Mitchell uh, is still addressing the media. Uh, Gordon will uh, hopefully play a, a portion of that. In fact, Austin just uh, informed us it uh, it wrapped up. So we'll talk about some of the things uh, that he had to say. Long and short, uh, he and Rudy are are going to be fine, Gordon. So that's probably that's pretty what he good says, news. Yeah. Yep, that's, uh, and, that's, uh, and that's a big deal for jazz fans because uh, a lot of folks wondered about that a little bit, and you're never sure until you hear it from the horse's mouth. And uh, not calling Donovan Mitchell a horse, but you know what I'm saying. George Niang is going to have one of these uh, press conferences coming up at 3. We're going to air that. So stay tuned for that at the top of the 3 o'clock hour. Sam Amick will be on with us at 4. And Jarrell Brantley Going to the bubble, Gordon. He's going to be on the show at five, so uh, that uh, it should be a pretty good day today. Uh, we do have some some very serious issues to get to, and we will uh, we will get to that. Uh, in fact, we're going to get to that right out of the gate. Um, Ryan Lacey 
the former Utah defensive back Gordon returned to the Zone Sports Network airwaves this morning. And I say returned because he was on uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I, I got to tell you, Gordon gave a really, uh, I, I thought this was just an incredible interview. Uh, and big ups to DJ and PK. I thought they, they did well, very well on their end. But I'll tell you what, I, I think this was a really important interview, Gordon, and, and we, need to, we need to digest it here on the big show. Yeah, I agree with that. First of all, uh, DJ and PK are absolute pros, and you, you, can, you know that they've interviewed a whole lot of people in their careers. And uh, Ryan Lacey, um, I have some thoughts on what he said. So the question then becomes, do we want to give the thoughts before we hear him or after? I think it's very important that we play the interview first. So we're going to play it here right out of the gate for the the split story of the day. And then uh, we need to comment on it and uh, give him a lot of credit for jumping on the air today. And, of course, this is uh, reacting to uh, what happened yesterday with Morgan Scali and the decision reached uh, with uh, the University of Utah for him to keep his job. And, uh, Ryan, uh, just a, a quick reset for those that don't know, he, he was vocal on social media and then in an interview here on the Zone Sports Network with DJ and PK that he had an incident with Morgan Scali where Morgan used the N-word with him. And he said, Gordon, that that he kind of lived with it until he was a senior and it ate at him. And he brought it up with uh, Coach Scally when he was a senior. And uh, he he told his story on social media, uh, reacting to this family that said Morgan had sent the the text, of course, the infamous text that we all know. And and um, in the report, which was which was, was which was separate. They, they, those two things were separate. And actually, that's very important, Gordon. Thank you. It's very important that those were separate. Lacey's was in addition to, and and he does talk about that. And then the report that came out yesterday, Gordon, essentially uh, said that there was no uh, there was no there there to his story. So let's play the interview, Gordon, and then let's let's really get into what's going on here. Because uh, I think this is a, a very, very important topic going beyond uh, the job of just one person. So let's, yeah, let's listen I, to this interview. And I would implore our listeners to uh, give it a good, honest listen, because yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Uh, Austin, let's go ahead and play that. Clearly, we want to have you on because we were curious what your reaction was as you uh, heard about the penalties for Morgan Scally and, and heard his comments uh-huh. on the teleconference. Um. Uh, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Uh, my allegations were denied from Morgan Scali, and, and that was a big surprise to me. And, you know, um, I, I would never uh, put myself in a position to uh, go to a platform such as social media to say something like that if it was not true. And I honestly feel like it was a slap in my face for him to, de- to deny that. And I'm taking a lot of backlash. I've, I've had uh, threats and, and all type of... Um, you know, people calling me and asking me about my allegations due to his mistakes. Initially, we were here because he sent a text to another family. You know, I, 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 10 years later, you know, I, I'm, I'm a single father now and I have a job that I work. And, I, you know, what I said was the truth. And after reading through the, um, the reports from the investigators, I, I just feel like there wasn't enough investigation done on my claim. And you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Did the the investigators talk to you? I did speak to the investigators a couple times. 
and you told him the same story? Same story. It's not a story. It's the truth. Okay. And the truth is the truth, you know. I mean, um, it happened, and it's something that, as a young player, it happened to me, and I held on to that for a long time. And I did approach him and in front of teammates, and we discussed it briefly. And now come, what, 12 years later, he comes out. Well, he's, he's under an investigation for something else that happened. And Morgan Scully said that to me, and I held on to that, and it hurt me. And now I'm under more backlash because my claims were denied, but I read through the entire report. He admits to making racist jokes regarding Polynesians and Native Americans. He admits to sending a text. That's consistent behavior to me. And I feel like my claims were denied, and, and you know, I'm in a position to where now uh, maybe I'll be looked at. I mean, I'm looked at as a liar or something that, you know, uh, I, I'm not sure what people think, but I, I'm, I'm highly upset about it. You know, uh, like I said in the, in the interview before, I, I would never want a man to lose his career over a mistake. But you know what? Um, I felt like he got away with calling me an N-word, and by denying my claims, I honestly feel like he called me another N-word with that. What was the investigation like? How did that go? How did they contact you? How much time did they spend with you? Was it written? Was it verbal? Can you spell that out for us? Um, I mean, it was an investigation. The calls, you know, a couple of video conferences. And I felt like, you know, the conversations I did have with them were in-depth, and I got everything that I needed to say out. Um, and, and it was the truth of, of everything that I've already said on social media is exactly what I told them. There was nothing more, nothing less. And, um, yeah. So I agree with what you're saying, Ryan, in that they are viewing you basically as lying. And you already said that. I'm certainly not calling you a liar, but they view you right. as that. And, and obviously you can understand why someone would be upset by that. Do you feel right. like that there wasn't enough evidence beyond that as to why it came to that? Do you have any idea how they reached that conclusion? After reading the report, there definitely was not enough evidence, and there wasn't enough interviews. Uh, roughly, there's 85 players on a Division One football team. There were only three players interviewed about my allegation, and the players that I supposedly went and told them about the allegation, and there were only three players interviewed, and those three players did not observe it. It didn't say that he didn't say it. It just said they didn't observe it, you know. And then um, Coach Whittingham didn't observe it. No other coaches observed it. It was something that happened. And, you know, I kept it under wraps for, you know, some years. And then I went and approached him about it. So there was not enough time. Not the right people were talked to because there's another instance where I approached them with their other players that did not get talked to. And they know the truth. You know, and I'm advising any other player that was there at that leadership retreat to speak out because it's not right. And, and he said that to me, and it's something that, you know, even my my family is now upset about it, that it comes down to that, you know. And, and, and it's nothing that I, I would 12 years later come and, and, and lie about. It's something that happened, and, and it's consistent behavior with Coach Scully. He's done it already, and he's got caught doing it. And, and, and there's other allegations in that report of him doing it. So what makes my statement invalid? And I don't understand why we would have the, the, the audacity to deny my claim. And there wasn't enough evidence, in, in my opinion. And I would love to talk to Coach Scali one-on-one, a man-to-man, you know, because, you know, University of Utah, they teach us how to be men. 
They teach us how to own up to our mistakes, and that's a, a lot of players made mistakes, and we've all owned up to them. But that one mistake, I've I've hung on to that for years, and and now that mistake is being denied. So and, and it's it's just true, you know. So my mother's upset, and I've gotten threats to my family. To my mother's address was exposed, and for what I came out and said, and which just was the truth, and I've taken backlash for that. So now I'm dealing with, you know, uh, that on, on top of now being denied or, or my, my claims being uh, denied. Since all of this became public, have you talked to Kyle Whittingham or to Mark Harlan? Not at all. I have I've not heard from either one of them uh, since this happened. And even, you know, with my threats, I did send uh, the threats to the university and, um, they were seen by multiple people at the university, but no one ever reached out to me. I, man, it's outrageous. These death threats that you're receiving, what is going on there? You know, I, I don't know. And, and it could be any type of Internet troll because the Internet is a sick place. Yeah. People can get on the Internet and do what they want to do and, and, you know, say what they want to say. But, you know, I did uh, approach the university with the information. And, you know, and there's not really too much I can do at this point. But, you know, I've taken a couple of days off work to be at my mother's house for those threats. And, and, and you know, I've lost wages over it. But, you know, I haven't heard anything from the University of Utah, an apology. They haven't called my mom or anything. You know, and I'm not speaking down on the university as if they're horrible. I love the university. And I, I wear my rings and I wear my Utah gear with pride and, and honor. But me being denied of those claims really honestly hurt me. And it took a lot of courage for me to come out and say that. Because it's nothing that, you know, this far along in life that I would want to come out and say for any type of clout or any type of attention. I'm not on social media like that. But seeing that article and then going and reading the tweets directed at the family, I felt that it was my time to, you know, speak up. And, and, And in the midst of me speaking up, now I'm getting backlash. Now I'm wrong. And then now my claims are denied. All those people that were sending me the threats of me being a coward and me being a liar are now true. And, and that's honestly hurtful and it's upsetting. And, and I just feel like it's a slap in my face, not only to me, but to any other minority that goes to that university playing at a Morgan Scout. What did you think of the punishment of Morgan? Obviously, you want your claims validated. We're clear on that. What did you think of the punishment that, of Morgan? That's fair. Because like I said before, I, I, I never wanted him to lose his job. And, and that's number one. He made a mistake, and, you know, I feel like the punishment's there. You know, a little pay cut, and, you know, you still get the coach, you still get to be with your team, and you have to go to uh, diversity training. And I feel like that's something that not only Morgan should do, but all the coaching staff and even players should have to do. Because we all come from different aspects of life, different walks of life, and you don't understand each other. And, and that's something that the entire team should be a part of, not just Morgan. So have you heard from ex-teammates? How have they viewed you on this? Um, it's mixed, you know, I've heard from my corner group that I played with during my years and, you know, they all stand with me and and we're all together with it. You know, everybody had a a different, um, uh, experience at Utah and a different experience with every coach. And and that's something that, you know, it's what happens. So my experience with, with coach Scali, I I don't hate the man. I, I, you know, but he did say that to me and it's something that, you know, I, I just felt like. At this point in time, it's like uh, you need to tell the truth. You know, you're already in trouble for multiple allegations and denying mine. I don't know if that would make it any different, but 
there's still now a family out here hurting and, and taking threats and backlash over your mistakes, and your mistakes were the truth. Do you think you ever uh, reach out to him at some point, or you, the two of you ever communicate at some point, or you think this is just something you carry with you going forward? Um, I would love to speak to Morgan Scully. You know, I, I would love to, you know, have a sit down with him. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I want to go to football games. I, I want to be comfortable going to, you know, support my team. But I, I, I would love to, yeah, I would definitely love to talk to him. And it's not going to be on any type of, I, I hate you or, or I'm upset with you. But a, a grown man talk, you know, I, I'm not a player anymore. And, and I haven't played in seven years now. And now a uh, father myself, I mean, I can sit down and have a conversation with you, a cordial one. And I would love to do that with him. So with that in mind, if he doesn't reach out to you, would you reach out to him? I, I, I definitely would. I mean, right now things are, you know, crazy. And, you know, once things die down, whether he reaches out to me or I reach out to him, I would love to speak to him. I, I, I would try to reach out or, you know, vice versa. I mean, I'm not in any rush, but I'm open to have the conversation with him. Well, Ryan, we appreciate having you on. Uh, is there anything else you want to share? Anything else we should ask you? No, you know, I just, you know, go use, uh, as I said before, and, you know, I hope that we can uh, come out of this in a positive light and um, we can win some games and, and, and it blows over. But, um, yeah, I am highly upset about um, the denial of the claim, and it's not a claim, it's the truth, and, you know, I just, I, I would want this done right, and I didn't feel like it was done right. So, other than that, you know, I, I love my teammates, um, and, and and that's it. That was Ryan Lacey from DJ and PK uh, this morning, Gordon. And uh, there's so many things to talk about here. Um, why don't Why don't you start us off? Where Where is Where is the the best place to start the conversation that needs to be had after listening to an interview like that? Well, I know you and I both have pretty strong feelings uh, on the matter. Um, I'll start by just saying that I think Ryan Lacey is a credible source. I mean. Does that sound like a man who's got an axe to grind? Does that sound like a man who is just fabricating something for attention? He doesn't strike. I mean, I've interviewed probably 10,000 people in my career, and I have been lied to before. Um, He doesn't sound like he's lying to me. Uh, What would his motivation be to lie? I don't see one. Uh, now, the other side, Morgan, and I'm not saying he's lying either, but he would have motivation to lie because if there are multiple cases, there would be uh, that might stack up uh, against him. And I don't know what his attorneys have told him to say and what not to say, but uh, I think Ryan Lacey's been hung out to dry. That's my opinion. Oh, I, th- I think you are totally right on the money. Well, hung out to dry at the that that is putting it mildly. He is getting death threats. Go to his go to his Twitter account right now. They published his mom's picture. They published his uh, address. No, a picture of his son. His mom's address. You heard him, Gordon. He's taking two days off of work. Here is a single father just trying to make his way in the world who has to take two days off of work to defend his mom. And the only thing he did was say, I am telling the truth. That is disgusting. That is, that is disgusting behavior. 
And and I guess where I want to start, we talked about the Bubba Wallace situation and, uh, you know, with the noose and, and, you know, we spent a couple of days on that. And it's easy. It is easy to look uh, to the south in that part of the country and say, boy, it sure is a problem down there. This is happening in our community. The same thing is happening in our community. People are threatening this man. That is unacceptable unacceptable behavior and there's a lot more to get into uh with this thing gordon and and how horribly this whole situation and uh, predictably bad that this is being handled but that is first and foremost that is against the law and that is happening in our community and i uh, that is shameful that is shameful I can't underscore that enough, Jake. Uh, Absolutely correct. And I'll let your words speak uh, for themselves because it is what you said is 100 percent true. And uh, but but the, the question that I have is, why did those investigators just toss aside what what Ryan Lacey was saying? Is it because it was one man's word against another? Is it because they really didn't want to dig into that? But the fact that they didn't, that they didn't acknowledge it, now that that puts Ryan Lacey in, in a vulnerable position. He, As he said there, he said uh, he's been made out to be a liar. And, he's, and he says he's telling the truth. That would be extremely frustrating, and it makes me wonder what kind of investigation was taking place and what the motivation for this investigation was. Uh, that, that does not sound thorough to me because, again, Ryan Lacey sounds credible to me. It's not like some lunatic is out there trying to draw attention to himself. Uh, his, his concerns should have been taken very seriously. And more, and if I heard someone say that, man, I would dig and dig and dig and dig and dig to try and find out more. And Ryan seemed to be suggesting that he knew of other cases of players who weren't talked to. And that's that brings into question the credibility of, of the uh, of the investigation. Well, uh, the investigation. The investigation shouldn't have had any credibility to begin with for a variety of reasons. But here here's what it says in the investigation, Gordon. Uh, none of the former athletes interviewed about the alleged incident said they observed it. They just admitted it right there. You know why nobody observed it? Because they didn't talk to the people that did. That's got to be on purpose. How is it not? Is there any other explanation that has to be on purpose? They wrote it. That sentence says it. Nobody else observed it because you didn't talk to the people who did. And and he brought up a great conversation, Gordon, or a, a, a great point. And we talked on the, about this a little bit yesterday. They interviewed 35 individuals. There's 80 active football players on a team. And this, you, you interviewed 35? 35 individuals. That's not even players. 23 current and former players? Come on. Come on. Come on. And you have you have Ryan Lacey, who, who tells his story openly uh, he, he, on the radio, online, tells them the same thing, tells them who witnessed it, and they don't talk to them. That's on purpose. And well, that's if wrong. On, if, it, if it's on purpose, it's shameful. It's shameful. 
and it's it consistent. It, 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 undercuts, I'm sorry, it undercuts the credibility of the endeavor. And I, as I said, if I'm an investigator and I hear someone say to me what Ryan Lacey said, man, okay, when you see that hole, you start digging harder, right? You investigate even more because that is a big, big problem. And according to what Ryan is saying there, he doesn't think that that happened. More next on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.